0: Okay, well, welcome everybody. Thank you so much for joining. Um, you you all know each other, but we are recording this session as well. So I'm going to ask you guys to introduce each other and explain to people who might be listening in why we're here. So we're here because we were all in a room anyway, and we thought, hey, we're getting a lot of questions. Um, and we always are talking about what value Summerford Associate adds. And right now we've got an Ex-client of ours in the room. We have um only ex because he's moved on into other roles. <laughs> we have um the solutions director, so that was Bill. We've got the Solutions Director James who talks to all of our clients across the board, and we've got Simon Brown, who's our partner channel manager in HashCorp and has worked with us in Splunk as well. Yep. So we've got all three camps so we could talk about this. Let's let's talk about why um Summerford adds value. Let's start. I think um, generally, people who listen to our podcasts and watch our podcasts are clients. Mm-hmm. So let's talk to client, being Bill Balfour. Um, do you want to? Do you want out- to introduce yourself properly, Bill?
1: Yes, and thanks. Um, so I recently joined Somerford um, after five years at as a head of security transformation at a well-known UK pensions firm um and i've been brought on board as a transformation strategy consultant i'll put that in brackets it's a very fluid role but typically i've been brought on board to talk to customers at a senior level around cyber transformation delivery of cyber products road mapping and and integration um and and also what's worked for me in the past after 30 years of being in the the security space and, and what hasn't worked um, I've predominantly been based on the customer side, uh, facing off to suppliers. So this is new for me. Come jumping over the fence as such. Um, so I do have an understanding, though, of the kind of the corporate ways of working, such as strategy creation, decision making, you know, procurement, implementation, and, and processes.
0: Yeah, and because some of it, basically, we we're a, a value-added reseller of various pieces of software, but the value-added is the most important bit and that's the bit where we we bring in all of our expertise from people like yourselves and from all of our other consultants as well to 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 try and tailor the solutions to where the client is and that's that's kind of when you worked with us before isn't it when you were in that insurance
1: yes um so that it, it was a convoluted way initially how we uh, we were engaged with uh summerford so the the previous company, they were a heavily outsourced organisation, so all the the vendors that they used, we can only touch them or get to them via uh, that MSP. Um, however, we made a decision more recently to to move a lot of the uh, products back in house and the support and the services back in house, and that's when you know I then started to kind of touch uh, face or face have face to face meetings with with some
0: Brilliant. So, why why did you choose Summerford rather than another um, reseller?
1: There were, there were several reasons. You know, one was we we had Summerford in as a supplier via an MSP. Uh, we managed to move Summerford onto the preferred suppliers list, so that was kind of one aspect. Um, another aspect was that uh, you know. We 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 wanted a organisation or a vendor to actually provide an end to end service or cradle to grave. So we're talking someone that could come in, that could sell the software to us, that could implement the software, um, you know, make it go make it go live, and then give us that kind of ongoing support because that's quite crucial that ongoing support component because you know when you have uh, an intermediary like an MSP, you raise a ticket, it goes to them, and then Whenever it gets picked up, it then goes on to, uh, like Summerford, for example. So it was actually better in a sense that having that direct engagement with Summerford, we were getting quicker responses. Um, you know, our P ones and sev ones were being kind of fixed uh, at a far greater rate than it was with um, with going through an MSP. Uh, and lastly, Summerford culturally had a fit um, with where I was working. Um, when you're talking to, you know, different customers, you know, you tend to engage get with the aggressive or the passive. Now, my f- previous organization, we kind of were more towards that kind of passive end of the scale. And they kinda uh, face to face the that cultural fit with some of our, you know, did help, you know, and it made us feel comfortable. Um uh, I've used the phrase before, it made us feel warm and fuzzy.
0: Yeah, a warm and fuzzy feeling as well. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. So we were quicker, um, good quality implementation, end to end, and and support and just warm and fuzzy blanket for you. <laughs> trusted There must be a better term than a warm and fuzzy blanket. Uh James, that, that, thank you, Bill. That's really that's really interesting to see your insight. From your perspective, James, when you you chat across all of the, the customers, what how would you describe a warm and fuzzy blanket better? Yeah, I mean,
2: uh, I mean, Bill you can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't. Um, Bill and I, we work together uh, at a certain organization. And um, I think the key thing for us and what we try and do across the organization is we try and listen and we try and respond as opposed to try and push something on someone or try and force a direction of travel in terms of product, solution, service. Our role as a, a value added reseller is to listen. Mm-hmm. If we have something within our solution portfolio or our skill set then absolutely we'll put it forward you know, this is how we can help and you know ultimately we're a business so here you know, we are also looking to make money out of this fundamentally it's what does the customer need yeah and people talk about it all the time in terms of you know, it's customer first or customer centric i don't think you can truly do that unless you're willing to actually advise something against your own solution stack mm. against your own services walk away from something if you think actually we're not the right fit um I can remember having conversations with Bill and, and other members across of, of different organisations where sometimes it might not be the news you, you want to hear, or sometimes you know, someone said, oh, can you help with this? And if it's a no, that short circuits the process for them. It gets them to a point of value quicker. Mm. So when I think about value or what we can do in terms of some of this, I think that ability to listen, not be pushy uh, and, and have that more passive consultative approach um certainly helped to align and also when you've got a fit like we had with uh with bills or uh previous organization culturally that was a very good fit you know both organizations had high morals high ability to want to do the right thing not only for us but for all of our customers
0: mm.
2: and that's a big value yeah
0: that is. and how about from your perspective simon because you've you've been on the vendor side i suppose um
3: yeah, in a couple of iterations with with uh, with Summerford. So um, yeah, I I manage the UK and Ireland partner business for for HashiCorp, Um and have done for the last you know two three years while I've been building that. But I knew Summerford for a couple of years prior to that in a previous role. Um, I think I don't think there's a danger of repetition because it's not a danger. I'm I'm just going to repeat some of it, but um, that that level of kind of trust. And culture that is, all the trust is developed from is, is one of the things that I think really sets apart Summerford from lots of other places and lots of other organisations that I've worked with in the past. Um, HashiCorp is at heart, it's an open source company anyway, that's the foundation to what we do. Um, pushing hard without credibility and without expertise um, would not an enterprise sale deliver for, for HashiCorp. And so, you know, this, this culture at Summerford of, of listening, asking questions, listening, and then working with somebody, either to be really pragmatic about whether or not it's something you can help them with, or to lead them to a point where it's an appropriate point in time to make a change, to deliver value, I think is is a proper differentiator for, for Summerford, because it it is unusual. Um, the other bit, just to, to probably drill into the culture. A wee bit more as well and maybe we'll, we'll talk about that as we go through this um Summerford's full of nice people it's really mm-hmm. easy to work with Summerford, and it's full of experts you know whether you're talking to mod uh, in terms of um you know centralized government departments whether you're talking to commercial customers whether it's financial institutions you know generally there is a level of expertise to that vertical or to that client um, and if you add that to you know working with with end users when it's appropriate to work with them to deliver the right solution, I think it's a pretty powerful thing and it certainly feels a bit different when you work with you.
0: Thank you. Because I find that OSS, um, the open source to enterprise transition really is where we can kind of help a lot. Cause and especially without the pushy thing, because there is a lot of value and your whole business model is in getting a lot of people, getting yeah. a lot of value on the open source parts of your um solutions and if they're happy to stay there and they can still be as secure as they need to be and that's fine and that's part of your business model isn't it yeah and then move them to enterprise if and when they need it
3: yeah and yeah there's 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 a journey there's always a journey somewhere isn't there but there's a, yes. journey, but there's a journey often with us in terms of um somebody's maturity whether you take terraform for example um, you know Going straight into enterprise Terraform is not the thing typically that you'll do on day one. There is a there is an element of, mature, of maturity, a journey that somebody has to has to travel. Um, there's a reason why we picked Summerford of one of only two or three partners in the UK and the most successful across EMEA at helping clients or developing the capability at Summerford first, but then helping clients get to a point where they could. Confidently assess how prepared somebody might be to move to enterprise, whether or not their environment was, was, was right for it, whether it was right fit for them as an organization. So, you know, there are still big, big companies that some of them do millions of dollars worth of transactions with in other technologies that just aren't ready yet to, to go and invest in, in Hashi. And again, that reflects really nicely on, on how hard they're willing to push but to what extent Mm -hmm. and and actually it it isn't all about just nailing a sale it's making sure it's right for the client Um, and we've invested a lot of time jointly in a capability at Summerford that allows end users to explore that Mm -hmm. you know and consulting health assessments all of that kind of stuff is is really crucial to it and you guys are fantastic at it thank
0: you so that's on the like at the scoping side at the beginning but how about when we when we've decided to get a solution or a suite yep. of solutions together, do we do we make it easy? Like Bill, are we do we make it easy to do that?
1: I, I think so. There's there's clear transparency with Summerford. You know, that when you ask for a plan, you get a plan. It's not uh you know a copy of a previous plan, it is something that is bespoke or is is kind of individual to to, to the organization. So that, that, that transparency was, you know, it was, it was quite key. Uh, I also think, you know, that, you know, when we get into that kind of operational and uh, delivery operational side, you know, it was one phone call and we're connected through to Summerford. We, we didn't have to go through layers and layers and layers of support services to actually get to, you know, the resolution at the end. So, I, yeah, I totally agree with that. And
0: do we make it easy for Pun? For you as well, from your
1: perspective. yeah, we do. We're um,
3: part of that open source thing. Is is obviously people um, quite often try and be as as, um, as self sufficient as possible in in their own kind of deployment and usage of, of HashiCorp tools. Um, you know, the tools are kind of everywhere. What it sometimes doesn't lend itself to is is doing that against best practice. There's mm. lots of bespoke work that sometimes need needs unpicking. Um, or, or augmenting, or, or sometimes just some really basic work being done to make things work. Um, traditionally, that's not been the easiest thing to do for for us or our partners, and and it's one of the things that actually our partners like about HashiCorp is the professional service opportunity around that, because there's lots of um, intelligence required to stand things up and to you know to to, to engineer different environments. Some of it have done a brilliant job of, of simplifying that to a point where Actually, if you're you're new to enterprise today or even new to HashiCorp today, you know, you, you've essentially, you can choose from a very simple menu of three or four choices. That means that you can invest in a technology platform and take all of the right associated services alongside it with support, with regular health checks, with all of this stuff. For some very, very easy and very, very easy to consume packages. Cool. Um, so, yeah, it's. Probably one of the one of the few partners around that that has, has made it that simple it's it's really cool
0: it's good to know now I, I I'm very fearful that we're just going to talk about how great we are together <laughs> and and people will be like, well, you've brought two people three two people into a room and you dialed someone in who all agree that we're great um Have you got any other perspectives james from who else worked with us uh, It's not just uh, us three in the room right
2: yeah, <laughs> For... yeah absolutely so i mean in terms of uh, organizations, um, who are able to name, maybe links some use cases. Um, so, you know, for example, you know, we've been heavily involved with a lot of uh, transformation migration projects. Um, so moving people onto cloud-based systems and applications and products. Um, that's quite a key area for us. So for us, we can get a use case where we merged you know, two of the world's largest credit rating agencies um, and help them with actually closing out and moving out on their existing data centers um to helping organizations where over time you know they've got multiple seam technologies um and a, a large global retailer, you know, helping them consolidate those seam technologies onto one um, and doing it efficiently, but also maintaining all their operations. As they also have the banking onto their business as well. So yeah, you know, there's considerations there in terms of data retention, compliance, mm. governance. Um, you know, other use cases maybe you well know, actually we're very heavily involved with building omni-channel strategies for retail organizations. Actually, having them build and help develop their new install um, systems that is going to bring a new experience to their customers and help them develop and, and keep ahead. And fundamentally, what we do give their customers the best possible experience. Um, I mean, I have to admit, I've written down a quote here just because I thought this one was quite nice and just gave it a sort of flavor for who some were, but you know, going back to the, the global uh, credit rating agency that we worked with in helping them move off the data center. Um, Their their global head of production engineering um, had a few nice words to say, but one of them was after months and months of planning, uh, heartache, late nights, weekends, grit and determination, the migration of our core data analytics and monitoring solution uh, out of three on-premise data centers in London, Amsterdam and Texas into our AWS uh, environment had been completed. This was a monumental effort spanning many months and many uh, and many teams with contributions across all aspects of IT um, being, uh, being vital to the success of the project. And just to set the scene for the project involved migra- migration of over 103 on-premise servers used to run that current data platform. Over 220 uh, terabytes of data had been migrated, hundreds of firewall changes. Over 500 active users migrated along with their their countless alerts, searches, and dashboards. It's complex. All of that without any outages, Mm -hmm. downtime, or any sensible impact to any user on their day to day operations. Which for them, they're very honest. The CTO, CIO, very openly said that has never happened on a project. We've never seen that happen before. Mm. So, bit of a long quote but I think it sets the scene in terms of the energy and collaboration effort we will go to with our customers
0: to ensure success mm. and it was late nights it was a very stressful project but we call them fun when when they're like that we're like this is a fun one <laughs>
2: but it was successful yeah and too often in IT we it see lots of projects that aren't successful and often we have to come in and help them get the pieces
0: mm. So we just invite people to, you know, come and explore and see see if we're a good fit, see if we've got that cultural fit, um, and see whether our solutions and our services can can help. And we're no pressure if they don't. We, we we're pretty honest at saying that.
3: Yeah, uh, I think. So look, I, I mean, I work in sales. Like it's the obvious cliche in the book, isn't it, about people buying from from people, but um, being able to to establish a relationship based on trust really quickly is something that I think Summerford are really good at. Um, And it's, it's based on being credible in who you work with Mm -hmm. and, and and what you sell. It's, you know, it isn't a surprise that the product portfolio here isn't, isn't massive Um, because it allows you to be, and you know, like I said earlier, I've mentioned the word a couple of times, but it allows you to be experts in those fields and you know we trust you um to the extent that we you know we, we try and make sure we get you involved as often as possible in, in our clients that might be struggling in, with mm. all sorts of different things um and so yeah anybody new walking in through the door um that cultural fit of to james's point earlier just listening and making sure that you you know you, you're responding with the right things is, is crucial and you do make it easy Mm. Your coffee's not great. No. You know, if we're going to pick something up, your coffee's your coffee's a bit
0: poor.
2: I am the designated tea boy, tea boy. boy so I will, that will be do your whole bit. So. I will. Yeah. I, will do, I promise. I'll do my best to improve.
0: No, that's really great. Um, I think. I think if people are listening, they've got the general gist. Mm-hmm. There's a whole ton of lists of things and the services we provide yeah. and the extra value add. Um, so, shall we? We'll, we'll point to that in the description of the, the yep. podcast. You know, and there's a great website for that, which our great marketing team do. Um, do you want to just sum up, like one common theme that you think could, uh, some in, in one word? I'll go to you, Bill. First, sorry to spring that one word thing on you. Reliable. Okay, James.
2: I'm going to use a word. I'm use a theme. Okay. It can be easy to be good when things are going well. It's how you react when things get bad. Simon.
3: Um, probably, so James's is probably you know very very apt um, but I've used the word a couple of times so you just you trust you trusting yeah okay cool
0: oh thank you this feels like a, a nice um, conversation to have had. I hope it's useful for someone listening in to hear a couple of examples a few examples from the partner the clients and from a vast range of clients that we've worked with as to why people choose Somerford. And um, don't just believe us in a room. Just, you know, reach out and we'll have all the contacts in there. And thank you so much for joining me. I've enjoyed having a little chit-chat with you about that.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Anne.